0: Hello, one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass, your weekly automotive podcast hosted by two rather uninformed enthusiasts. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I'm Sam from the YouTube channel Seen to glass I'm Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales, And you can watch us each week. We hope you enjoy the episode. I... I I don't really know where to start. Well, let's start
1: with the coldness of this
0: room. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't where I was going to start. Yeah, winter has arrived. We're back into that season of the podcast or that... Uh, period of time on the podcast where we wear winter jackets for most of our recording. Yeah, uh, I'd forgotten to leave the radiators on whilst we've been away. If you've been listening to our recent episodes, you'll know that well. We've been on the road for a while, and this is our first time back in the studio. And I, I hadn't left any of the radiators on, so it's freezing in here today. So, <laughs> yeah, if you uh, if you're a long term listener and you'd missed the weather chat, it's back, people. Here oh, we yeah, are. Here we are. Here we are talking about how hot or cold it is. But no, there's a much bigger topic that we need to discuss. Okay, and as I don't know where to start because. Well, lots of you have noticed. I haven't... I don't think I've mentioned it yet. Maybe I have, because we're recording this on a Monday. It goes out on a Thursday. Well, long story short, my 360 is currently listed for sale on Collecting Cars. No. Oh, oh. oh. oh has,
1: has, it, has it made any money yet?
0: Well, A- actually, <laughs> at the time of recording, we're doing quite well, Tony. Really? Yeah. Like, I think right now it's like 40 grand or something. Wow. So I'm like, hello. Well, stop the b- well don't, don't stop the
1: bidding, but I wouldn't You be, only paid I 40 be... grand for it? Ah. Uh... No, I didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember it's oh, so really long ago. it was so long ago. You long. actually paid a fortune. I paid for top a,
0: dollar. A, a top, 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 and a bit more, I, I paid 82 <laughs> grand for that car six years ago. And the, the seller wanted 150, 120. 120 was his first ask. And that was when... <laughs> what's his first ask? Yeah. <laughs> the, that's when the market was insane because Stradale's were selling for like 330. No. Yeah, never, yeah. Were they? There was a black... Lexan Windows Stradale that I know someone bought for 330 grand. Oh, but that's that's one of them. I mean, there's only about 25 of them, right? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, come it's on a mate. kind of sort after option that actually I think is a bit of a disaster because who wants plastic windows with little slots on a road car?
1: But that's like saying I sold my 675L2 no, no, for no. 350 grand and it's got one of them roof scoops, no, yeah, sort of. Because, but what I'm saying is that that
0: time everything was super hot, so actually. Right. It was a lot, but it was kind of appropriate at the time for that we're car. Where were well, we then? Is that 2017? 2017, yeah. Yeah, we
1: were flying.
0: F- we, mate,
1: we were good old right days. It was then, weren't it? If only we'd known. I had five supercars then. <laughs> five. What and did they you were have? all going up in value. Wait, what did you have? Oh no, it was eight? It was it eighteen? Eighteen, I think. It's when you went insane. Yeah, when just I felt went insane. really rich and just bought when all the I, cars. Yeah, because I would earned so much money in seventeen, and at the time it was the right thing to do because all they were all going up all the while. They weren't everything money.
0: Like everything was
1: booming, booming, and, and now look—you were on every YouTube channel that existed. I literally like,
0: <laughs> anyone who filmed was a like car hit. video. <laughs> Get me in your content. Well, I bought a new supercar. Yeah, literally. Well, well done, you. Well, I just yeah, I bought. I just bought the one car. <laughs> yeah. um, as I said, I mean, can you ask me some questions? Because I don't. I just like <laughs> this is such a big thing, and I'm like just casually.
1: Yep, it's for sale. The, I mean. Well, the biggest question, is what are you going to get next? Well,
0: oh boy, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I guess the way that we can... We've obviously been talking about this for a while. So the last few episodes, I've been kind of teasing the fact that I've been, you know, umming and ahhing about the car and I've been looking at various other cars for sale. Heck, I've been umming and ahhing about the 360 since the end of last year in our big epic adventure. You were buying a Roma last week. I was buying a Roma, I've been on an FF, there was a Luso chat, obviously there's the Stradali chat. Like, anyway... I think because I've been going back and forth so much with that car, basically being like it's it's been such a huge part of my life and my journey as a YouTuber and as, as an individual and as a Ferrari lover, and I've done so much with it, and the sentimental value is insane. But I was very open by the fact that at the end of last year, I feel like I had achieved everything I needed and wanted to achieve with that car. Yeah. I'd been through a full restoration. I'd done the Milia for Ferrari tribute. I'd taken it to all these iconic destinations I wanted to. it. had been to Monaco. So I just felt like it was almost this ending of a chapter. And obviously I kept it into this year. We did the amazing trip to Morocco and things like that. But still, I kind of just was a bit like, have I reached that moment in time? You know, I've been looking, I've been Googling <laughs> quotes about change because it's obviously this like, seismic moment in mine and the channel's life. And Do you like change? I... I'm not afraid of change. Actually, that's I love change. Yeah. If I'm honest, my cousin has a great expression, which is called "grenading of your life," <laughs> grenading your own life. Now he's a pro at like not <laughs> just grenading he like bazookas <laughs> his life. So it's a bit extreme, but he told me that phrase, and I was like, ah, I quite like that because it's like it's very easy to just roll through life in relative comfort, right, with what you know, what you're familiar with, to not take those risks and gambles and i am a risk adverse person i do think a lot you know that about me i do weigh up many many situations before pulling the trigger but things like drive the world things like just suddenly recklessly selling my 360 (laughs) i enjoy because it's like a wiping the slate clean start again I always say it whenever we come back in the new year. I'm always like, "Oh yeah, new year, new year, new me," because I like it as like a way to just,
1: right here we go, whole new thing. Let's. I- but but not. But everyone does that, mate. I think everyone has the intention of that. New year, new slate. Gets a bit excited, then literally a week in. Oh yeah, it's a bit cold to go to the gym, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Fine, so yeah, New Year's a bad
1: example, but yeah,
0: so I, I like I like big change. Okay. I don't like little change, but I like big change and get
1: divorced then. Better change your life. <laughs> Please no,
0: I'm not looking to do that. I bet half the people
1: watching, I bet they're agreeing now, thinking, flip it. Hell, that is the biggest change you're ever going to have. I the. The grenading cousin
0: is going through that and he said, one thing you do not want to do is get divorced. Is get divorced. No, no, no. That's the one thing to really avoid. Uh, Yeah. I was like, oh, fair play. Yeah. Because he's made some drastic grenading decisions. The safest way to
1: avoid divorce is don't get married. Oh, no, mate. Don't be negative. Come on. No. Well, if you don't want to get divorced, don't get married. Because in general... I know, the percentage rates are high. It's huge. But as a happily married man... Yeah, you've got, you got a know. lovely wife. You're lucky. She might leave me in there. A- <laughs> <laughs> don't blame her. If I keep
0: buying and selling cars, <laughs> the way I'm doing. Sorry, let's get back on track. Come yeah, on. come on. So, uh, yeah, lots of I'm um, uh, blah, 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 blah. I've poorly bored you all with this quite a lot. So, why am I now deciding it's the time... That I'm going to part ways with the car. Why am I selling it? Well... Because I did bid quite aggressively on a
1: car, <laughs> on collecting what? cars. Hold on a minute. Yeah. At, at one point last week, you were like, not much off of an FF. Yeah. As in- I missed out by 750 pounds. It was coming. 750 pounds, I you missed out on an FF. It.
0: You know what the weirdest thing is? Yeah. I saw it. Two days later, on the road outside my house, that exact car. same car. Oh, the bloke's winding You are nah. female <laughs> driver? No, female driver. Wow, unbelievable. Well Loved her. I was like waving. I nearly bought that car. So yeah, so basically that's what happened. I missed out on an FF by seven hundred and fifty pounds. And when I was that close, and there was a real chance that I was about to buy an FF, like what am I doing? <laughs>
1: I had res- in my
0: head, I had resigned myself to the fact that I would have to sell the 360 to be able to finance the FF to be able to buy a car of that. I'd have to get, I couldn't have both. But why would you? I guess why? Well, no, because very different cars, those two. But anyway, long story short, so I-, I had, I'd come to terms. I was at peace with the thought of selling the 360. But are you sad? Well, hold on a sec. We haven't got there yet.
1: <laughs> so- I just want to see you cry. <laughs>
0: So I obviously didn't win the FF. Thank God. Like, why was I bidding on an FF? It's some why, tissues. What, what's wrong with me? Like, why was I bidding on an FF? Yeah. Like that ridiculous. So that, I mean, thank God that person outbid me 750 pounds because I think I would have regretted that immediately. <laughs> obviously, at an auction, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, if I right. won, I would have been like, Tony? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did a new stock? Um, so, few, But I sat back and I took a moment and I went, okay, hold, calm down, Sam. You, you got a bit overexcited here. Bidding on cars left, right and centre, pretending to buy Romas, etc. cetera. But the one thing that was clear is that I had come to terms and I was at peace with, right, I think it is time to move on from the 360. So, long story short, my plan is to to sell the car, well, well that's happening, via collecting cars, because... I've had a lot of requests in the back in the over the years for that car, so it'd be the easiest way to shove it on. Honestly, cars. mate,
1: it is definitely the best place for that car to for be that sold. specific car. It's yeah, very because yeah, yeah. it's very unique and specific that yeah. car. On paper,
0: it's a fifty-six thousand mile three hundred and sixty. Like, yeah. it's not going to be worth a lot, but there may be someone who's willing to pay a bit more because of knowing what it's done and how much work's yeah. gone into it.
1: But it's very good that platform for niche stuff. As yeah, well. for, it's for something it, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: very very good for that.
1: Um, and
0: then that means that I'm in. A buyer's position. Because that's what I kind
1: of realise, is that... You're going to get your size 12s out and start kicking people in the doodars. Yeah. Which is what I do every day, by the way. That's literally your your job. <laughs> it's is my remit. To see someone's asking price and offer them
0: 50 grand less. Um But, yeah, it, it will enable me to stop messing around and actually go shopping. Now, what am I going shopping for? I think the fundamentals. It's a Stradale. It okay. is a Stradale. I mean... I, said, I bid on this FF, and I was like, what am
1: I doing? And I've there was a very nice Lufso that went for unbelievably cheap. But, but your your remit on having something like that kind of made sense, where, uh, you know, like switching to something completely new for a while, get the buzz back for another mid-engine V8 car, because like you've said in episodes before, I think the Sudali and your car are completely different, but you think they're similar. I think they're not, but... I understand your reasoning because you think they're similar and you've done so much miles, and maybe you wanted to rest from that traditional V8 mid engine setup essentially.
0: Yeah, I thought it'd be nice to take a year or 18 months in a different Ferrari just to experience, yeah, a V12 or, or, or a GT car yeah. from Ferrari and everything that could bring before then going back to Stradale, yeah. desirability or, or life. Um, but. Whenever I really think about it, that's the only car that I want. You know, I say I bid on this FF, and then this Luso, green and tan Luso, was really nice. And then someone's offering me a five nine nine. I'm like, like, even that five seven five went to oh. see. Like, don't I'm not about that. But long story short, I can't say one hundred percent. But but my plan is sell the Modena. And then really get on the hunt for the Stradale because yeah. also, you know, 10 years of Seen Through Glass next year. That's the car. I do feel a level of achievement now. Yeah. You know, you which is my should. whole thing about I don't want to get a Stradale until I've got to that point in my life where I feel like I deserve it. And, and I, I kind of feel like I maybe I'm there and it would be a whole new chapter. Anyway, so that's it. The 360 is for sale. Uh, depending on when you're listening to this episode, it could be live on Collecting Cars right now. When does it finish? Uh, well, Sunday night, let's look at the date because lots of people listen to this, these episodes when they go out, you know, there's a few weeks after they've gone out. So 21st? Uh, it's 20, Sunday the 22nd. 22nd. 7 p.m. UK time. Um, the car, the auction will end. And I obviously hope it goes to a home to someone who's going to use it the same way that I did. Oh, it will. It will, mate. It's in unbelievable shape, that car. Yeah. It is probably the w- most or the Best maintained 360 modern in the world, I would say. Um, you can look at the service Blimey. history on the Collecting Cars listing. Mate, we, at times we've serviced it twice a year. Yeah. Well, you've had to. Because of the amount of mileage I've been yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, the money, the time, the effort that's gone into that car, it is spectacular. Mm-hmm. And you asked me, am I sad? Yes, there is a part of me which is sentimentally sad that that car will not be in my life. But for the same reasons why I thought about selling it, like I've done everything I did want to do with that yeah. car even more than i could have dreamed of doing with that car and the thought of embarking on a new adventure potentially with my all-time dream ferrari Astradali, yeah. well yeah reduces that emotion yeah really. of course yeah yeah, yeah. it just it, it just feels like it's time uh, yeah i might regret it but how many times have we met people spoken to people who've said oh i sold this car i missed it i went back and bought it back yeah you know it's a 360 right. moderner. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah um anyway there you go if you're interested even if you just want to have a little poke around and have a look at all the details and the beautiful shots that good old Freddy, TFJJ, shot for oh, Collecting it, yeah. Cars. Yeah, good old Turn man. On. Um, head over. Uh, there'll be a link in the description of this episode. But if not, just go to CollectingCars.com, I guess, and just search for i360 and you'll see my car. So, wow, big moments, big moves. Really big, yeah. And yeah. that means going into, I mean, heck, I might even find the car this year, but I, I think that's unlikely. So I guess going into next year, the hunt will be on. mm the good old Stralali. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, moving away from that, got a little bit of a weird admin update for you all. Oh. Uh, at the start of the year, we very excitingly announced that we were moving over t- uh, to Recast. Or yeah, we were. We we're doing a lot of work with we Recast. Did. Yeah, we did. I mean, yeah. uh, and. It was something at the time that we were super excited about, right? Mm-hmm. We were like, this is going to be mega. We're going to do live streams rather than the Patreon page, which was a monthly subscription. People will be able to pay for the, ac- the content they wanted. We were putting the F1 podcast on there. We just thought it was going to be awesome. We yeah, were yeah. sold the dream. Uh, it didn't work out. It didn't work out. I think we we had some issues ourselves. I think a lot of you uh, found it a little bit finickety and yeah. didn't love the platform. Um Kind of out of nowhere, uh, they've gone into administration. Mm. So that was a, that was a fail, which uh, is shame because the team were amazing. We had we had some really incredible support and help, and they really wanted to try and help us make it work and, and make it work for all of you. But long story short, sure, uh, Recast is no longer in existence, so mm-hmm. uh, that's not happening. Um, and
1: which, sometimes you just try something and it don't work. I mean, it's one of them things you don't you don't know till you tried it.
0: Yeah, we yeah. know. We're always going to look for ways to try and improve things and offer you guys yeah. more. And w- as I say, from what we thought we would be able to offer, that felt like the perfect solution, mm-hmm. but it didn't work out. So uh, I know a lot of you want us to go back to Patreon. We will contemplate that. I think we want to make sure that we can give a, a solid offering um,
1: yeah. on Patreon, that we know yeah. what we're going to be giving you all. Um, we always trying to make this, this podcast better and trying to think out the box and... As these boys always say, we're always behind the scenes, working hard to try and improve it. And we will continue to do that. We put a lot of time and effort in. And, um, you know, we'll continue to do that. Yeah,
0: I agree. So, yeah, watch this space. Um, but for now, Recast is I'm so sorry for any of you who feel like it was a, a wasted endeavour. Um, but but it is what it is. We, we move on. And we move on with car news because lots have been happening oh, since we've been bl- away, mate. Yeah, bloody hell. hell. I mean, there was a I'll whole car it. show. Did you know that? There was Geneva Motor Show oh, oh, Qatar. They bought it, eh? Well, I'm so confused about what's what? going on Because <laughs> Geneva well, Geneva is back next year. Yeah. So how does that work? So, uh, Geneva no in Qatar, and then Geneva, Geneva? Yeah. What's the point? So, no, idea. I, I mean. no idea. Did you feel sad that you weren't at Geneva, Qatar? N- no. No, not at all. Not <laughs> interested. I mean, I, no. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I struggled, but that was the thing. Lots of people went, so. Cool. Um, <laughs> but we have some news and some cars to talk about. First what I want to do, and this is off the back of our Vines BMW live event, where... <laughs> The comment section on YouTube was horrific. Oh, no, they were fuming. People really were like, "You idiots!" Like, <laughs> I mean, we know that because we were so pro BMW. People just were like, "You've drunk the Kool Aid." You don't. You're being paid a million dollars. These guys are chatting crap. And I don't know if that's
1: because people are very. Um, well, we were paid a million dollars, firstly, and secondly, I mean, we, we do like BMW. No, but, ge- but genuinely, We love like, the way you've just set that up. The comments are gonna go crazy again, be like, Tony <laughs> just revealed it. Like No, I'm winding them up. I
0: think we were being Anyway, I, do I even want to get into this. Long story short, we're gonna talk about BMW again. It's because we genuinely like them. And we we're genuinely do. interested. I mean,
1: I own one. So so did I for yeah, a long time. Yes, of like, Come you, on. Literally,
0: you so, own two on the bounce. Yeah, but apparently we're just being paid to say that we like BMW.
1: Yeah. So anyway, there's a new X2. Uh yeah and it looks bloody lovely. Yep. <laughs> well, mate, I'm not really sure about the back really. I think oh, probably... really? No, I think mean, they could have done a little and the the front's a bit fidgety and you know oh, inter... you're not a fan. Oh, the interior is a bit fiddly as well, you no know. No way. Are you no being a bit sarcastic? <laughs> oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to play benefits doubt. So,
0: basically, <laughs> cool. new X2, especially the M35i variant, it's like a baby X6, right? Is what it looks like. You yeah. know, if you didn't have a scale, something to scale,
1: you could look at that and go, oh, that's just the new X6. Is it like a like a, oh, what's the Audi version? There's a Q4 qu- Yeah. Yeah, Q4 e-tron. Or the GLC Coupe. It's that yes. rival. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's yeah, yeah, small. Yeah. it's it's Well, it's quite it, big. <laughs>
0: it's, but it's going to be smaller than an X3, for example. Compact. Compact, thank you. Because mm. it's grown in size from previous generation X2. It's bulked up, it's beefier, theoretically more performance-aided. These coupe SUVs confuse me a little bit. And me. Because you essentially lose all the practicality of the SUV, right? You lose headroom in the rear seats and boot space. Smaller boot space, yeah. But you get a sexier-looking
1: car. Yeah. And they, supposedly. They do look prettier as well, but I, I'm the same, mate. Like, when you see the X4Ms and the... x 6 m The X6Ms and all the AMG stuff. Merc do a lot of... Coupe crossover SUV. Cayenne things. Coupe? Yeah. I owned one of them for. Do you remember? I bought Cayenne Coupe for a long time. I don't remember that. Oh. Oh, no, I do remember that. Yeah. The, I had the crayon. black one. one. No, I the black one.
0: <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I've had quite a but lot of I've went. not got it. No.
1: <laughs> 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 no, I had one as my family car, Cayenne oh. Coupe, for 18 months. Oh. It was all right. It all right, yeah. Did but it but break? You, no. no. But you are quite right. I mean, there's not a lot of room in the back and the boot wasn't very big. And that's the thing is this. X2, like, I think it looks mega. It's,
0: I think, unbelievably good value. So, obviously, um, X1 and X3 is where it kind of sits in between. Well, but I expect... Well, let me just look at the list prices, firstly. Hold on a sec. Uh, come on, Kim. Where are you? Here we go. Uh, the M35i, 47 grand. Plus... Now, Oh, uh, plus plus. Yeah, yeah, that's list price. Oh, so it'll be 55 the, 60 the tw- No, 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 it's not. Really? So the 20i starts at thirty-nine grand. So I specced up the M35i. It's quite hard to get it over $51, 52 okay. unless you go insane. Right, okay. Because it's very well specced from standard. From standard. And then I also did a 20i with all the options. It's like forty-nine grand if you literally make if you like spec the tits out of a 20i it's 49 grand but i think that's a waste of money mate of course it is but i'm just saying like but yeah because i was sitting there being like you know hey at some point maybe i want to go back into a bmw product new x3 don't know when that's coming yet three series touring lovely but price wise everything's more and the x1 m35i
1: is more yeah but that uh, that that's the car I want to look at. Is the X One? I think that'll be a mega little car, mate. Yeah, but you're right. That's going to be forty odd grand. It starts at forty six. Yeah, so it's more. But, but isn't the X Two just the coupe oh, no, it's version not of that? It's
0: not more. It's two grand. Oh, how's that? It's a little work bit out? less. Yeah, it's a little bit less. How's that work out? Yeah, it's
1: the exactly that. It's the oh, or, or is it a little bit bigger? Oh, oh, that's the. You know, is it? Is it? Because the X One is like. It looks so would nice you, Would you say it's that's God. Q3 size, X1? Yeah, I'd say it's probably Q3 size. Yeah, yeah, the x So I've seen the X1s yeah. around. They are small.
0: They are p- diddy. So this is supposedly going to be... Here we go. The fastest way uh, Do battle with the Cupra 4 Mentor and the AMG GLA 35, not the GLC. Oh, it's really small. Oh, it's, it's small, little then. It's really little. So it is quite a lot of money then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's quite it's a lot but, of money. I mean, relatively, relatively, a junked up
0: mini. But is it relatively a lot of money? Like what are the price of the
1: others? No, no, no. Not relatively. Yeah. It's all it'll all be the same. But that's
0: what I mean. So yeah. it's just, you know, in the grand scheme of things, that much money for a little car like that, you are going, what the heck? But in this day, in this market, it kind of sits. I don't know, I'm just saying I wanna see it in the flesh. I wanna see if I can fit the pram in the boot. I wanna see if I can get the ISO fix
1: base in and it's all comfy. I think it'll be too small. I agree, and I think the X1 will be, be the better car. I think X1 will that. be the better car. Yeah. Or or, 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 or I,
0: for X3. <laughs> yeah, wait for the new X3. Yeah. But the new X3 is going to be a lot, isn't it? It's going to either, A punchy new X3 is going to be towards 70 grand. Uh, especially the... Yeah, 75 maybe for an X3. Especially the airy one, yeah. Yeah, M whatever, 40i. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so we like that a lot, visually. We'll wait and see when it turns up. Uh, another car I like a lot, but I'm a little bit perturbed by... <laughs> You wouldn't have seen this because you just don't care. <laughs>
1: don't be like that.
0: There's another final edition. Last ever F-Type. No, there can't be. So after I went and made the world's most emotional video about the end of a production of a car. I thought
1: you had the last one.
0: Well, I, they're like, no, there's another a special edition. So Copy they Zonda. They've literally. They've made it. It's called the Type ZP. Z, ah. ZP. Uh, it's a livery thing again. So these are F-Type R's. There's a coupe and there's a convertible. I adore them. We <laughs> celebrating a couple of E-Type race cars. A Graham Hill car, which was blue with the red interior. And then I never remember the name of the other driver, which is like a a grey-white with a blue interior. It's unbelievable. Blue leather interior. It's unbelievable.
1: You know what's happened there, don't
0: you? Well, they just got so many cars <laughs> there.
1: Just got loads of f types loads of V8 f types thinking, all right, what are we going to do with all these?
0: 150 cars, apparently, yep. being, being made. I mean, yeah, it slightly makes me think that they couldn't shift... The the final editions, the 75th in it. Repaint them, put different seats in. And price-wise... No, mm. please. 134 (gasps) and 138. Wow. I mean... As I say, I, look, look at that, mate. Look at that one. Can you see that one, the blue yeah, with the red? Like, yeah, but you only like it. It's got a spot on the door. Yeah, yeah, literally. And the thing is, I mean, I look, I love Jag. I love the F-Type. I want to tell everyone to go and buy this. I would have one of these. I, I would genuinely buy one of these cars. I'm that idiot. What? I would genuinely buy one yeah. of these cars. I messaged Jag saying, can, could you put, can we sort the F-Pace for an F-Type? I don't know what Vicky and Mia would do, but I'll take it. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> then you'll
0: have three, could you three or four. Back oh. to three two-seater sports cars. What a dick. <laughs> um... <laughs> but but I do I, I I'm a little bit like uh, I, I couldn't make a video on that could I? Another fuck, guys! <laughs> I'm back. Um, no, you couldn't. No, and I worry that might that might not be the last one we see. You, I I do think we'll have a one you, of twenty five <laughs> final run.
1: Do you know if you had like a real real few quid, you'd be absolutely dangerous mm-hmm. round a car, mate.
0: I'd be spending cash. I, I literally, I'd have both you, the coupe and the you'd convertible. You'd literally just go straight down there and give me a car. Oh, you? a million percent! Like if I had all the money, let's think. Like, what's the equivalent? If I had Manny Koshpin money, yeah, I would buy a coupe and a convertible. <laughs> literally, i will have to give them back <laughs> the seventy fifth anniversary on that one. I'd have to give them that back, and, I'd, and I would take these two because oh, they're just gorgeous and then I'd buy a matching pair of E-types. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would have the worst car collection in the world but my favourite. Yeah. So they were nice. I have to mention those. Um And then the news that I thought was super interesting, Aston Martin out of nowhere confirmed that they are taking the Valkyrie to Le Mans. Oh. So obviously we had a lot of back and forth at the time. It was always rumoured that that was the initial plan and then Ooh. it kind of went quiet and they are not going to do it. Now they're saying, "Yep, 2025. They're taking the Valkyrie. To Le Mans. Wow. Is that going to redefine that car? It will if it wins. 1 million percent. Because you can't buy any of the others. No. But the interesting thing is, will the production, I think it will, have run, have ended for that car by the time that Le Mans takes place in 2025? I assume, I think there might be some spiders you can still buy if you're very wealthy, but the coupes theoretically all sold out. Yeah. Spiders, maybe there's a one or two. But even if that – like, I actually think just taking part – Well, they'll make another one. Well, there'll be a Le Mans. Can they, though, financially? Well, they can. Well, they do what they like. At five mil. Because I know it's been a – I think it's been cost-intensive, that Valkyrie project for Aston Martin. I
1: think they're kind of just like – You know what I heard as well on the grapevine? I don't know how true it is. He'd sell that Aston Martin, that Lance Stroll. Lawrence. Yeah, he'd sell it. I'm sure Lance would. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, but Wait, hasn't, just,
1: hasn't he just, re- hasn't his group just reinvested? Perfect. What's that? perfect? Best, best time to sell it when it's all been reinvested and strong. No, but he and his group have just, re- like yeah, have just bought more shares. In. Yeah, it'd be factored in though. But He's doing it for a reason. I bet he's doing that for a reason. I think we've spoken about it a, quite a few times that. I think he'll sell it. He's a businessman. Oh,
0: yeah. And the ideal business was buy it. Bolster it up, yeah. make it look shit hot, and then get out. Yeah, they've had a bit of a crappy second half of the year in F one, but he's proved that that team can have success. Yeah, he's set up for Aston Martin to go back to Le Mans at top level with the Valkyrie. The road cars, there's positive noises about the road cars, even if maybe they're not selling yet. So you're right. There's... I think he would sell it, mate. I, I think, think he it... would. Sell... Well, he who isn't everything always for sale. Try Do you by know what I mean? Ferrari. Okay, fair. Come Try buy and buy Porsche. Uh, no, no chance. But, but also, it's, it's a different, they're different businesses. Yeah. Firstly, you know, someone did buy Porsche, VW.
1: But 25 it, years ago and it was on, on its
0: bum. Well, but then also, it was a different company when they bought it. Yeah. Same as Lamborghini. And also Ferrari, let's not forget the FCA link at one point. So, yeah, yeah. it's not impossible. Aston Martin, I would say, a completely different company to Porsche, Ferrari. I think someone could buy McLaren. I do think someone can buy the automotive. I think they want to be bought. I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so I think, yeah, Aston Martin, I I think you.
1: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes, until you try them on. Same goes for health care. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. saying like oh try and buy Ferrari it's a different try and buy Mercedes.
1: But but what Who's I'm saying, saying is there were, there are different trajectories in their in their history mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, their mm-hmm. and where they sit in the in the food chain and the manufacturers, you know. Like <clears throat> don't forget the, the the three or four manufacturers we just spoke about, especially Lambo, Ferrari and and Porsche, they were all bought at the time when they were not very good.
0: My point being sorry, the point I was trying to make, you're completely right. The point I was trying to make was maybe Lawrence isn't necessarily thinking I'm looking to sell. It's like, I'm preparing for sale and open to bids. But if someone came along and said, we want to buy this off you, I think he would very much be open to it. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know, neither of us do, whether he's literally being like, right, guys, let's get ready to sell. Or whether
1: it's not always for sale because why? why wouldn't uh, he's a businessman. If I'm honest, from what I can see, I think it's, always been part of his strategy, the noise he just makes in general, the way that the company is on the rise, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. It's a, it's a good, there's a good vibe. Yeah, right. yeah, he's, he's created or creating something and I, I think that's his, that's his goal and, and actually to be fair, he's going to sell it at a profit, which is unlike Aston Martin, he's been built millions of times always for a pound or, you know, something stupid and no one has ever managed to turn it round I think he's doing an amazing job he's doing an, he's he's a proper businessman isn't he he's doing a proper job proper businessman someone that you like if he's a
0: proper businessman yeah yeah and I think with a lot more positivity to come next year I mean let's see from a Formula 1 point of view um, he's probably got to fire his own son which is awkward um, I don't think he's got to fire him. me I think he's quite happy to go well there was a lot of chat saying well this is the perfect fall for Lance mm. is to end up leading the Le Mans project mm. So I'm off. I'm out of the team to go and head up the Le yeah. project. It's you know, it's not a bad, bad way for him to bugger off. Um, so, yeah, I think next year there's going to be more positivity. On the road car front, we've got new mm. Vantage on the way. There's a few other bits coming. I, I think it's going to be, yeah, a, a good story for Aston Martin in the next couple of years. So let, let's see. But um, I don't think you're wrong that he would probably look to sell if he could. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I think that's... I mean, there probably is some other car news that we could have touched on, but I've kind of lost track. There's been...
1: Well, there was an electric Mazda coming. Oh, yes. You wanted to talk about that.
0: The Mazda MX-5 concept that they're saying is going to be unveiled at the Tokyo Motor Show.
1: You love it? What do you love about this? No, I just love little MX-5s. They're like one of my... Literally one of my favourite little sports cars. But this is likely to be electric. Well, that's all right. That's all right for you? But if
0: the recipe's the same, perfect. A new concept car previewing the future of the Mazda MX-5 is set to be shown at the Tokyo Motor Show later this month. Uh, this is an article from Autocar. Uh, Mazda have confirmed that the theme of its stand in Tokyo will be the future created by the love of cars. Yeah, yeah. so they've just teased a few little shots, little uh, tail lights and things like that. No, it looks cool. I, th- I mean, hey, you know that I am very excited by this idea of small electric
1: sports cars. And actually, would you like to tell the ladies and gentlemen what you turned up in today? <laughs> i would perfect segue i'm here in the abba
0: i know 500e and can we talk about my arrival here at the studio <laughs> let's please
1: talk about it
0: on the ground level at the car park there's like the uh what are they call the me- uh, car not the carpenters what they're like the maintenance guys the maintenance yeah. guys for the building yeah, yeah so you know every now and again i have a little chat to them mm-hmm. and stuff like that and obviously abba 500e has that speaker that emits the fake engine sound yeah but it's so loud by the way when the car got dropped off to me this morning by the guy's fca i heard i was coming down the stairs I'm, I long you got it for i got it for a week right oh, i wish i had it for a year um and so it's so noisy so when we rocked up here the guy came out and he was staring at the car he went that sounds amazing i, I know like, and I went, it's electric he was like no way i was like yeah it's electric and I revved it for him. He was blown. Like, I thought it was an Aston
1: Martin. Well, that was the embarrassing bit. So Sam, <laughs> so Sam didn't know I was here at that point. I was across the car park witnessing all this with my eyes. And he's got out of the car. He's all excited because someone's come over to talk to him about this bright fluorescent little Fiat thing that he's pulled up in. He's got out. He's, all his conkers are. He's giving it the big one, And this bloke's gone. Whoa! that's not electric. Would you like me to rev it for you? <laughs> so he's got all excited, he's got back, he's opened the door, he's pressed the button, he's going vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm standing I'm standing in the corner thinking what is he doing? I have, I have never <laughs> revved a car on demand in my life.
0: Yet, give me an electric car with a fake speaker. Give it laugh. He's in. I'm flying that Abba. flag, Mate, I love that little car. <laughs> oh, oh, I no. literally, my drive here, it's a 20 minute drive from me from home to the studio. <laughs> I was smiling with the biggest smile <laughs> on my face. I had to go and pick up Twiggy because Twiggy mm. was staying with my parents whilst Vicky and I was away.
1: And uh... you went in that that thing, yeah. And so right. my mom was like, "Are you
0: here?" I said, "Yeah, i just driven in the car park." She's like, "I can't see." I was like, "I'm in the little green car." She's like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's just ah, oh, mate. It makes me smile. So it's such a happy little car. Have you charged it yet? No. So it's dropped off with seventy percent, but I can charge at home, so I should be fine. We'll find. I'll let you know. We'll talk about that next week.
1: What? And you've been to, you've been to go and get the dog? No,
0: no. But my my mum my, my came to me. Oh, yeah. And I've done I've done six miles in it so far. Oh, okay, fine. Um, but it, yeah, I just obviously i've driven it before we talked about it briefly the question about is it an Abarth? Abarth? i don't know and from a performance driving point of view maybe there are still some questions i've got a week to kind of figure out whether that's still true but as a little city car as a little thing to run around
1: i literally after a mile was like i need one of these yeah i need one and to drive six or eight miles or. a I mean, that is perfect. It's perfect, mate. It's yeah. hilarious. It launches off every line. It's so nice. It's got so much kit, mate. Wow. I've got the
0: big screen. i am a wireless Apple CarPlay, wireless charging, which probably is not helping with my battery. Um, it won't be. Uh, literally, i got endless cubby holes, loads of charging cables. I've got a, a, a panoramic roof. I've got ISO fix on the passenger seat. i got loads of, I mean, I just, it's just oh, it's Sounds like a bargain for 40 grand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's actually more expensive than that X2 we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I mean, that is the big problem, right? Because uh. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to have a brilliant time with that car this week. I'm going to think this fits into my lifestyle perfectly. Like, what a little dream. Yeah. And I'm going to sit there and I'm going to look at the leasing prices. I'm going to jump in. quid a month. Magnitude finance calculator. And I'm going to go, I can't justify it. No. Like, I, I just cannot justify it. And actually, the video I'm going to make this week really is obviously talking about that car. But I also want to look at. If you're buying that new, what can you buy used in the electric car market now? Because of that depreciation, whatever thing, you like, literally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's Tesla Model Threes, there's mm. Polestars, like there's so many, which would give me more range, more space, more practicality. All of these things that have already suffered the depreciation. So, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, but it won't be as cool as that little device. That's the thing. It won't give me that same emotion. So we'll see, but I am loving it. I was honestly I was smiling so much. It looks brilliant. The colour's insane. Twiggy seemed to like it. So Oh, that's it then. Watch this space, mate. Forty
1: <laughs> grand for a dog for a car the dog likes.
0: Yeah, it's less than I've <laughs> spent before. <yeah>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i I'm, I have a habit of
0: spending forty grand on Larry coloured ABAS, don't I? Yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's not out of the second of it. This is the problem though, right? So 360's for sale. GT3 happier than ever I got another company Reaching out about Putting back back seats in that so I was like Oh my look at it So GT3 is like Happy days Got the F-Pace Which you know what I'm coming round To the F-Pace SVR Oh you like it now Well we came back From holiday Because we were on holiday Last week Came back from holiday And arrived at the airport Luckily it wasn't In the car park That
1: burned down Well you wouldn't Fly into Luton anyway <laughs> Of course not <laughs> <laughs> At least it was The private terminal Because <laughs> they do have The private terminal At Luton <laughs> no, don't. Uh, Do they Do you not know that <laughs> No Oh
0: sorry <laughs> Why did I say? Do you not know that? Like, <laughs> don't know a, that. Luton is the. There's a whole private terminal. There, whole. Oh. Yeah, if you're oh. flying in London, private Luton's kind of where you want to go.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So but when you're arriving there, it's just on the left of that big roundabout before you keep going straight on to the main terminal. On the left, there's the whole private terminal. Oh, yeah, very vibey. Um, so yeah, and and just walking out of the lift and seeing the cars, like oh yeah, I got in the car. I was like, oh, it's nice this thing. Like, it just luxe. Like it's. It's just cool when I was just cruising in it, I
1: put the exhaust button on. You were fuming last week about that car. The, the ride
0: before. is still way too firm. The ride is still way too firm for the for the baby, and I still really don't gel with the spec. It's just not my spec. I think if it was in a cool color with different, I'd probably be way more into it than I am. Um, but it is a nice car. I don't, something's happened since I've been away. I came back the last two days. Something's something's nice. Um, so I got that going on. But that's obviously on a loan. So I'm like, well, I got you know, got some. I could, I could spend some cash on something because I've got a free car. So <laughs> um, and then off the back of our thing before I was speaking about BMW about maybe getting behind an i5. Yeah, get behind the wheel of an i5 for a bit. So, oh, I don't know, mate. But My, by the
1: sounds of that car, I mean you don't want to drive that car. You want to be in the back of the i5. Do you Yeah. Think? You want yeah, a you want a driver?
0: I'm going next week to have a look at one and just hang around, and check it out. Because they I say they're
1: very kindly offering to give me a bit of a
0: long term loan. I wonder if
1: the bloke, I wonder if the bloke who used to take you to school, one if he's still got a job. We could ask him to drive you around. You
0: that would be, be my dad. It. No <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> not
1: the chauffeur? Would, no, we've uh, yeah. <laughs> <don't lie. laughs> never had a Yeah Don't
0: lie. We've never had a full time chauffeur. We no. never we never had a regular chauffeur and I was never taken to school by anyone but my parents. Right. I'm just double was you chauffe it around? No, never it around. But occasionally, <laughs> my dad had someone who he would hire to drive him and mum two things. The worst thing that ever happened, ever, <laughs> was my dad booked an Addison Lee um, oh. for non London or UK listeners. That's a, I would say, very overpriced minicab service that was pre Uber. It still exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before Uber, Addison Lee was your go-to yeah. minicab, and they were. They cleaned up for a while. They did, yeah. But now they're so overpriced. Yeah. Anyway, he booked an Addison Lee <laughs> to a 250-mile round trip to take his dog back to the house in, in the countryside. Oh, mate, that would have been worth more than the dog. Literally. I mean, that's insane, right? Uh, b- barbaric. I mean, actually insane. He was like, oh, I can't be arsed during the journey, so I'll book an Addison Lee <laughs> to take my Labrador from London down to Swindon and back. And back. I was insane. Yeah, I was like, Dad, just give me that cash. Like, yeah. I would happily do that journey. Yeah, it must have cost him five hundred quid. He never told me how much it was. He it must have cost him five hundred quid. He's a lunatic. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, So I was never chauffeur sure driven. But no, I, 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 no I'm, I'm excited about the i5. But I wonder, it might be a bit too big, a bit too, a bit too saloony. Like really? that Alba is great because I literally was just <laughs> flying through width restrictions on the way here. and Just
1: one, you know. But by it. the way, that is big compared to a Fiat Five Hundred.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's oh huge. compared to a combustion engine, yes. 500. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it is a big car. It's a big car, but it's small in today's world. That's yeah, the, yeah. That's the weird thing, right? Mm. Put that next to a Fiat Five Hundred, if even five years ago, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Um. But in this day and age, that's a small car yeah. in comparison to especially things like that new X2. Um. What's going on in your life, mate? What's been happening since we uh, since we last
1: caught up? Your cars are right. My. Car is up. yeah. yeah. All, did you yeah. get the window fixed on the GT3? No, not yet. It's going, uh, there's no real rush. I don't want to use it now. It'll just sit up. You don't think you'll do anything else with the GT3 this year? Not this year. No, 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 no. I'll wait until, uh, it's got to have a service early next year. So I'll wait till then and, uh, I'll get the window done, get the little bits, uh, that I need to get done. And then did we ever it, explain that, by the way?
0: Did we ever explain? Well, what I don't to think the we window? did in the
1: podcast. No. Did we even explain it on the main channel? I'm not sure we did. Well, I think mean, we spoke. Oh, we did speak about it on the podcast, actually. Okay. Everyone knows
0: that the glass chipped in the top right corner. It's like an alignment weirdness. Very common fault. On v- that. Apparently a very common fault on the 992, 911s, especially the GT3s. I chipped my rear driver's side panel or glass, whatever that's getting replaced under warranty. Yours was the top right of the driver's door window. Yeah. It's all intact, so the glass didn't smash. Anyway, so
1: yeah, it just 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 cracked at the top, and and, uh, they'll replace it under the warranty. A couple of other bits, I need to get the shop rechecked, obviously. Uh, Did you get any recall stuff on your car? Uh, They done it when it went in for the shop. They mentioned recall. Yeah,
0: yeah. I said I want to get the car just booked in for a checkover, and they said, "Oh, you want to check the brakes, didn't you?" Yeah, I just. Well, no, I just I, I. Feel like and maybe this is what happens when you bed in carbon ceramics, but I just feel like there's not as much response as there was prior to our track day. So I'm assuming the pads took a bit of a beating, like we were going heavy on those brakes. Seven and a half thousand miles on the car now. I think Mm. you know, I just I feel like you had the pads done after what four thousand miles, just
1: over, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I just I think I think the pads
0: could probably need need it. But I'd
1: done two track days and big road trip. Yeah, but I done it.
0: I done two I done two big road trips. Yeah, Nurburgring Nür- and now yeah, Austria. Yeah. Actually, three big road trips. Yeah, yeah. So yeah,
1: yeah. maybe maybe they maybe they are probably due. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get it. Uh, I'll get all them bits done, and then it will go and live at the Nurburgring. So You're gonna that, leave the car there. Yeah, I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I've got no plans of selling it. So I'll probably buy another car next year. I don't know what. But what? You're
0: just gonna have a car at the red at the Nurburgring? Yeah gt it's going to be what? That's the only thing it's going to
1: ever do is lapped lap around the Nürburgring Ring. Well, well, for now, yeah. Sure, How start. long can it stay in Europe? Six months? No, you stay there for all the while. No, it can't. Well, it can stay there for the summer at least. Yeah, yeah. I think it's six months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's six months. Yeah, it's fine. Once we get our licences back. No. Oh yeah. Oh, I, mate, I need to do that. I, have you got a letter? Yet? I don't even know if I got a letter. Did we talk about that? I don't know if we did. <laughs> we definitely didn't. <laughs> well, basically, we got nicked. <laughs> Well, it's actually not funny
0: no um, we're a bit all over the place today with our topics well, <laughs> and again sorry if we have already spoken about this but I don't think we have uh, no, the, the problem is mate we, we've done so much the last time Tony and I actually recorded an episode was about three weeks ago yeah because so much was backed up and with the road trip and stuff like that so we're anyway, sorry if we're repeating ourselves we're sorry for repeating ourselves uh, on our way back from the Red Bull ring crossed the border into Germany saw uh actually you know to be fair, we crossed the border and it was very foggy. Yeah. And there were a lot of signs illuminated saying 50 or 60? 60, 60. 60 kilometers an hour. And because it was at that point about seven o'clock in the morning, we'd been on the road for a few hours already. I idiotically thought, I know what I'm doing. I'll do 100 or 110. What did we get nicked at? 110. Yeah, it's all right. something stupid. So Cl- I'll dri- kilometers, I
1: Kilometers, not miles, by the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was driving way too fast. Um, but the road was empty and I, I. I there's actually no justification for it. I'm trying to justify it. I was an idiot. I'd crossed over the border from where it was 130 in Austria as mm. we were crossing the border. We literally crossed the border. It flashed up 60 kilometres and I just slowed down. I didn't slow down enough and mm. I was big an idiot. And you obviously just following me blindly. Yeah,
1: I was just following you. Know, just listening, to, listening to something on the radio.
0: And next thing we know, beep, 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 police pulled up. Undercover car. Yeah, yeah, what was it? A five series, undercover. Yeah, five, yeah, five series. Then, oh, yeah, and, and pull over, and I was like, oh. And honestly, like, I again, there's no justifying it. We were in the wrong. I was driving way too fast in yeah. the fo- in the fog. Yeah, yeah. But it was definitely a trap. Like, like they obviously uh, were positioned there to catch people because, firstly, we'd literally just crossed the border, literally, and just passed like
1: the first illuminated sign. So they were just. They they were like happy days, like we're gonna get them. Well, well hold on a minute, mate. It's de- it, it's definitely a place where they where they catch people because they literally pulled us into a proper there point. Go. Yeah, it was a full on like
0: police point, station like point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a yeah checkpoint. literally, and they went oh, hello. hello. I'm not doing this accent as a joke. No, they were the most stereotypically like amusing germans like we have a sense of humor no and (laughs) hello you're driving a little too fast mr fane because at that point they'd had my driver's license um so yeah we got a 300
1: euro fine. yeah 350 euro Euro. each and we are banned from driving in germany for a month once we call the police station and register our ban we have to notify them that we are starting our ban yeah we have to do it within a three-month window?
0: Four-month. Four-month window. There's a month when we can't drive in Germany. So look, as I say no justification. Idiots from us. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you know, but it was fine. There was no one else on the road and whatever. We were idiots. So we yeah. got we got caught. We, we got a hefty fine. We got a ban. We deserved it um (laughs) yeah i mean very painful and then literally Uh, the guys go okay they were to be fair they were very nice they were They, they were very nice i think they kind of understood the situation they were like we, we got you so like yeah, it is yeah. what it is and they said okay off you go just you know keep the speed down because it's it's famous in germany that obviously you have the de-restricted sections of the autobahn the minute there is a restriction they don't mess around no like and that's that was our bad like i should have remembered that yeah. as we crossed the border going okay wait we're in germany if there's a if there's a sign saying this speed limit do that speed yeah. limit. Um, and so what, we drove off, and it was back up to one thirty or one ten or one thirty, and I was sitting there and I had cruise control on like one fifteen or one seventeen or something like that. What was I doing?
1: There was another policeman, literally, a literally a mile In up a the a road. Because literally, like, I just want to get home.
0: Yeah, and there's not going to be another police check, so I just, <laughs> uh, you know, because the speedo is probably over reading. So one fifteen on the. On the cruise control, it's probably one twelve. Like it's not awful, is it? <laughs> and he literally started following me, and he came up alongside and sat behind me for a good mile just to be like, "Slow down, mate." And I was like, "Oh my god." Whereas I was actually sticking to the speed limit well at done, that Tony. point. I mean, oh, I so I would, it is the problem with those long drives you just because want you home. want to get home, yeah. you do start to take a little bit of liberties. And I'm usually, I'm usually very good because it's not worth it for me career-wise, but also safety-wise, anything to to push the limits. Um, These two occasions, as I say, I don't think, well, definitely the second time I wasn't being reckless. The first time, I just should have slowed down immediately to that light rather than just uh, hovering. But... We then peeled off, We went on our separate race, we went to the Nürburgring and a little further down the road, I got pulled over again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: because of the colour of your car, mate. It's because of the, this was customs, but what happened was it was a de-restricted section. So I was giving it large, I don't know, I must have been doing 160 or 117, a de-restricted kilometres an hour. Um, And, but because I saw the police, and because of my prior to... Situations, I backed right out. I saw the person. And, and I freaked out thinking, oh, is it de-restricted? Or have I just literally gone past another policeman at 40 kilometres an hour over the limit? Um, so they must have thought, oh, that looks like dodgy behaviour. He spotted us and panicked, So they followed me and they pulled me over and did a whole search of the car. <laughs> <laughs> like, Took his oh, cameras away. So you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> have you bought anything? And the only thing I bought is the little Challenge dali model, which is at the front <laughs> of this table in front of us now, which we bought at Motorworld in, in um, uh, where was that? Where did we stop? St- oh, is that what they asked? Yeah, yeah. It yeah, was custom. They said it was customs. Oh. it was customs they said have you bought anything in in Germany and I went no oh no I did and I said I bought a Ferrari and they're like what what
1: <laughs> where is it it's
0: this is smaller one um, so yeah that was a bit hectic and as uh, like, I you know ha- basically don't speed people I mean it's just not cool it's yeah, not cool yeah. it's not fun yep. and we got punished for it correctly and so you, we've both got to serve that ban out, which means that you have to wait I guess until that band's over to be able to drop the GT3 at the Nürburgring
1: yeah which is fun I'll, I'll just you know you've got time got loads of time if yeah. that had happened to either of us in march
0: or april We've done us big headache We've done us in so i mean it's still it's still bad but um yeah just because of the time i'm going to serve mine immediately because i do have some plans for yeah december january have you got the letter yet no I've no got not letter, have yet. I. yeah because yeah. it's been over yeah. two weeks they said yeah. up to two weeks it will turn up he said it'll be a bit slow we have to fill out the paperwork it's
1: two weeks from when they've completed the paperwork oh so I think it'll be a while it will turn up at some point because at one point mate when we got pulled up I thought when he said like you're not going to be allowed to drive in Germany I I said like where are we going to get home then
0: yeah yeah that was was my same thing I thought
1: flapping like like, we're screwed now what are we going to do now I thought they might take the cars well they do
0: in France by the way and Switzerland
1: Yeah, in Switzerland, definitely, definitely, Did you see the Matt Armstrong video of his adventure through Europe? I I didn't see the video, but um, I know he was Switzerland and... They got caught doing donuts by Swiss police. Oh, no. (gasps) Big trouble? (gasps) Yeah, big trouble. They
0: they got away with it. I think they got a similar-esque fine, 300 or 400 euros. Oh, they were lucky. But literally... I mean, they they want it's because they had no, they didn't see them do the donuts. The police were on the highway, saw the smoke, went down, oh. found them. Smoke was still coming off the tires. There was rubber marks all over the thing, and so because but, but they, they didn't have any proof, they couldn't take the cars away. Oh, they were lucky. But so, so they took them to the police station, three or four hour delay, big fine, and it was simply because they had no proof. They couldn't take the cars. Yeah, because Swiss
1: do not like that. Would be my It's like of any places in the world. Don't do it in Switzerland. Well, I got a, a few years ago, three or four of us, we was all on a trip. I got 600 euro fine in Switzerland.
0: <gasps> I know someone's got 3,500 euro fine. Yeah. yeah. There's been some real, like, like Switzerland is one place to be just very sensible
1: and careful. And France now, by the way, I've had a couple of fairly big fines in France as well, where, okay. uh, where the, the copper, we wasn't, that much over the we were over the speed limit, but they said if you're fifty kilometres over the speed limit, we can take your car away.
0: Wow, like literally. I far. mean, the thing is, to say like
1: I don't, you know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I have never
0: gone over the speed limit. No. It's stupid to say, and, and as I mentioned, like I drive as carefully and as sensible. You hopefully can attest to that. Yeah, I can. Yeah, you do, like, I, I do take it pretty easy. Um, Paul Wallace takes it as the easiest of all of us. <laughs> yeah, he basically so he goes back. He'll get a ticket for going too slowly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <probably>. <laughs> but but at the same time, like you know, don't speed, and if you do, you can clearly get a big fine. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we I we don't understand. We all how, do it,
1: but I don't, don't understand do
0: it. how the Americans get away with it because all the Americans they're always vlogging themselves doing like 150 miles an hour on the motorway, like because they have no fixed cameras there, obviously. No, but, but if they get caught they get shot
1: <laughs> literally a cop does you there. yeah no,
0: i don't I, the american thing i don't understand the the thought around speeding and safety and, I, it's very different in the us
1: yeah oh. well that's what i was worried about when we got pulled up in germany mate i mean they they had guns literally got yeah. out of the car and i said to him like you got guns and he said yeah yeah every german police officer has a gun yeah that freaked you out a bit, didn't it? A little bit, yeah. I yeah.
0: mean, I because mean, he had his hand on the gun. That's what freaked me out. Yeah. When they first got out, they had their hands on the gun. Yeah. On the, and I was like, what? So, so they will shoot you? Oh, yeah. They, cause but, I guess they thought that maybe we were gangsters. What? If, <laughs> well, not me. Not me. You could have been.
1: You what, been we could have nicked,
0: nicked the cars. Maybe we'd nicked the cars. And then when he put the window down and I said, hello, officer. I think he was like, oh, we're all we? yeah. right. <laughs>
1: so so it had been me, gone, what's up with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd have both got
0: shot. Gun would have come straight out, oh. um So yeah, you know my mum's brought in trouble with police recently. She got three back-to-back tickets for really horrifically pointless speeds. So like 43 and a 40, oh. 35 in a 30, and 26 in a 20. But... Back to back, and she already had uh, six points. She's got another six points. She's going to court. Oh wow! Yeah, they're threatening a ban. And I said to her, like, I said, firstly, so she's the she's the sole driver in our in that household. Dad doesn't drive anymore. Um, for her work, she needs to be able to drive. Psychotherapist, so she needs to be able to get the patients and things mm-hmm. like that. And his lifestyle, work, like? And I said, just go and just plead your case because it's not like you've been caught doing one hundred and seventy miles an hour down the M forty. Like no. like they are. It's, it happened within, like, a five-week period. Yeah. And I said, I think, just explain that you need to be able to transport yourself and your husband, and you are the sole thing. And, and just explain the whole situation. Yeah. having a house being re- And just hope that the guy
1: gives you a suspended bounce like that. Yeah. It's tough, that, I think. Uh, yeah, it is tough. Because cause normally you can do a speed awareness course. She'd already done one. <laughs> uh, I mean, the thing is, I said to him, I said, I said, you know, they are really annoying <laughs>
0: speeds like i say you haven't you're not reckless reckless yeah the 27 and the 20 was pretty reckless well, That's 20 percent. yeah like that, yeah. That, that's pretty hardcore but but the the 43 and a 40 and a yeah, 30 that, like those two are, yeah like you know but yeah in a quick succession she already had six points and she'd already done speed awareness all speed yeah she's a demon she, mate one. she's already that's flat out she's already had a band as well <laughs> yeah. and, uh, uh, can i say this on the record Dad also had a ban, but let's just say maybe he didn't deserve it. No <laughs> If you, if, if you want to put two and two together, that's all I'll say officially on the record. So yeah, I get my my driving enthusiasm comes from my mum, one million percent. And your ability comes from your dad. Oh, no, uh, what? Oh, because you're being rude.
1: No! Uh, what? You've seen,
0: I think you've seen my dad drive. There's, there's nothing complimentary there. Hence why he no longer drives. Um, anyway, well, look, that probably uh, wraps up this week's episode. Just a general catch-up about all the things that have been going on in the world. Uh, we've got another episode next week here from the studio where we want to chat a little bit more on what's going on with the car market because, well, by that point, we'll know how much my 360 sold for and that will either be, well, tears of joy or tears of sadness. Um, but... During my time of bidding on these ludicrous Ferraris that I don't really know I wanted or not, I've been keeping an eye on values on collecting cars, and some stuff is going for a steal at mm. the moment. And you've been telling me that things are quiet your end, mm. and so we're going to just update a little bit more on that, uh, and then well, we've got actually we've got one more live event, and then we're off to Australia. So we've only got we've got so what live sh- uh, one more show next week from here. the studio. Then a live from Podium in wow. Newbury, and then we're off, and then we're Australia. We're going, we're going, mate. It's we're going coming, to be mega. We cannot wait. We've got so much lined up. We are so g- tired, <laughs> so
1: tired. Like, <laughs>
0: like honestly, so tired. <laughs> yeah. but we can't wait. Uh, hoping to see lots of you there. But for now, if you want to keep uh, up with, keep up to date with what we're up to, you can follow Tony at Tony Groundwork Car on most social media platforms. I'm at Seen Through Glass, and we'll be back with you for another episode next week.
1: Bye bye. See ya